Yo, welcome back to another episode of More to the Story. I'm to hear more. Farron is not here, so I have to fight her for who's first to say who. I am to hear more. This is More to the Story. We have a special guest, Mr. Marcus. Ain't on the gram, Tanksley. What's happening? A.K.A. Tank. Yes, all up in the building, y'all. Frank the Tank is here. He smells <laughs> wonderful, too, guys. Thank you, man. I ain't not just, you know, yeah, I missed I, it in the air and walked I, through it. You know, I was, like I said, I was stressed out dealing with school. Yes. You hit me up. I'm like, hey, let's do it. I'm on my way. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you did. the smell of breakfast off of me. I had to cook for the kid. I, listen. I, I, I fixed them bowls of cereal. Like, hey, man, listen. That's still doing something. <laughs> that's still doing something. I ain't, like, fan is gone. The kid is gone. I've, I've been at the house. Oh, you, you solo. I am, but I, I've been staying busy because of all the craziness that's gone on in the last couple of weeks. I've been yeah. just, I keep working, so you I don't have to, yeah. I don't want to think about it yeah, right you now. You don't want to so. just set in nothing like it. Man, I've been getting it like three, four hours of sleep. I wake up and I can't get back to sleep, so I'll just start working on something. So yeah. I got like three new show ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I done wrote them out. I got a pitch for Telemore Do. If they pass on, I got a pitch for this other whiskey company to to fund my tour. I just I I will not sit still. All right. So the car show ain't happening. That's cool. I want to do the car show. That's cool. No, I'm I show I showed you. I mess with you. I show Tank this car I want to get. It's an old school. It's nice too. It's clean. Four four two. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, it's clean. You got to negotiate that though. He was like, ah, I just don't see. When it's ever gonna be that? Because as much as, as much as I love cars, yeah, I, I'm not for overpaying for nothing. Mm-hmm. Unless you just get, unless you, if you out here just throwing money down the street and down the drain, no, I'm like, you know what, do you? No, but I ain't gonna let nobody like. As much as I love a car, I'm like, nah, you need to bring your price down. Yeah, huh? well, I was gonna try, like I told you, I was gonna try to negotiate with them, toss something up, and then also offer up this other car. Like, hey, I also have this if you were willing to, mm-hmm. you know, and at one place track. I sent you, they'll, they'll, they'll yeah. buy it. I, did, see, I was wondering about that. Now they but, will. They'll just buy from you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna send them. I'm gonna send them. I'm just doing a lot of things because I, I keep going back to the website to see if they've updated it, and you know they get one or two cars in every week. But I'm just waiting yeah. on either the right Chevelle, the right Cutlass. They had three Chevelles up there. I know, and but they, all they, of them they was, was out of my league. I'm like, you yeah. know what? Yeah. One of them was 24. I, mean, I, mean, I like I, the golden black one. It's still up yeah. there with the, how, with the running strike. How many of your people are car people? Because we could talk about this all day. They be oh, like, man, don't have that whole ass boy on there no more. This I don't, is a boring I don't, episode. I don't, I don't know how many people are into cars <laughs> on this episode. Because it's really fair. I'll let Farron take I oh, want okay. this to be her show. And I keep telling her, I was like, yo, you got to build the right team around you. She was like, you just trying to get out of the, doing Grandin. the show. You, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to I'm trying to encourage you and push you to greatness. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I will you, always be here, but yeah. you need to find... Two good co-hosts that you can do it with. So when I'm not here, the Absolutely. show still is. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you. In. I'm glad you said she wasn't here. Farron make me nervous. People don't know. <laughs> people don't have the relationship with Farron that I have. I'm gonna be keeping 100. percent It'll be like 15 of us. She'll walk up for everybody, hug everybody, say hello. Everybody think Farron's is like quiet, mm-hmm. sweet, funny little person. Mm-hmm. She'll hug everybody. She'll skip past me. Mm-hmm. I'll turn my back to her. She'll give me two shots. Pop, pop to the kidney. Right to the kidney. Yeah. Be like. What's up, Stay on your toes, bitch. Yep, yep. That's that's her. I tell people all the time in my set that she's a psychopath, and people yeah. think I'm kidding. Y'all think I'm kidding. Farron is not right upstairs. Dude. And when people I around me, they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, she makes me nervous. Yo, okay. people are like, why, why are you still with her then? I'm afraid to leave. <laughs> I'm afraid for him to leave. Yeah, leave she know my social. She know my, <laughs> I, I can't go anywhere. I would no. have to pick a day where she's completely busy, withdraw all my funds, and just fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> I'm gonna trust Cam right now. I'm gonna... <laughs> I mean vodka. Okay. All right. So uh 
Tank is here, and we, we figured we would do something uh, for the fellas, and also hopefully it's helpful for the ladies too. So we want to do a two-part series of what I wish I knew before I got married mm. and what I've learned since being married. So the first part is going to be what I wish I knew before I got married, and uh, we're going to kick it off with that. Absolutely. So I think this could be very helpful for the fellas. Definitely listen up, take advice, take notes. Uh, I'm going to be all the way real with you. She ain't here to tell me, uh-uh, don't tell them that. I'm telling every yeah. fucking Fellas, thing. listen up, because people don't talk. They didn't talk about this back when we got They married. did not. You find your old lady and you be, you be good. Yeah, you be good. The fuck does that mean? What yeah. what does be good mean? <laughs> hey, you 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 see you gonna be you good. see yeah. you see you so got gonna... that or hey boy don't get married yeah don't get married yeah listen to me don't get what's wrong with you man what's why, wrong? You say... why why you hate why, love you married you married you married to my all right why are you saying that <laughs> <laughs> you married to Aunt Jean yeah, what are yeah. you doing I actually have an Aunt Jean yeah <laughs> my mama named Jean oh for real I told you my mama's a junior. You did. You Emma did Jean McCones and my grandma was Emma Jean McCones. Dope. Yeah. Amar, if he was a girl, he was going to be Angel. Really? Yeah. It was going to be the, the whole thing? Mm hmm. Middle name and everything? No, 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 no. He was going to be Angel because all our middle names is Anthony, all the boys. So okay. going to be Angel Anthony. Oh, but oh snap. All the boys' names is Anthony? Yeah, because my dad's middle name is Anthony, yeah. my brother, my nephew. You were what? Are you the what? Second, third? What? Oh, your, your brother got the junior? No, my brother got the junior. Okay. Or the second. No, he's, yeah, he's junior. Okay. My okay. son is the second. Okay. After me, and then Amar, the twins, they have Anthony in their name, but Amar's name is uh, Amar Anthony. You a good uh, father. You and Kev are really good Amar's fathers. Amar's name is Amar Angel Anthony. We gave. Oh, him so he the got his. Name. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just threw that. Thank in Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I'll be. I'll be amazed. Like I'll be looking at y'all. I'll be looking at the kid. I'm like, I should do more. And then she'll say something. I'm like, man, fuck her. <laughs> hey, you done good, man. She's yeah, grown. No, she's good. She's grown. That's say. That girl is. That's your like baby right there, man. She is self-sufficient. Like she can she do. She seems like it. I've been around a couple times. This is a couple times I've been over yeah. to his crib, and we'll be out there cackling, laughing. She'll peek out like, hey, don't make me come out here again. Bring it down. Just Bring a it bit. down. <laughs> this is how grown she is. They invited her. Um, Melissa invited uh, the kid to Isaiah's birthday party, and she declined respectfully because she said, I would love to come, but the way my social anxiety is set up, I'm not good in big numbers. Hey, this is a 15 year old. That's that's <laughs> that's emotionally intelligent to say the least. Yes, instead of just going and being, I don't, really, I don't really mess with people like that. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I say now. You know, I don't like people like it. Yeah, you don't. Tank really <laughs> don't. does not. For those like that people, don't man. know, I met Tank before I met Angel. Yeah. Didn't even realize Angel. Was Angel at the time? I didn't realize Angel was doing comedy. She had been doing comedy at Flappers for yeah, probably like, three years at that time. At that time, yeah, it's about three, four years. So I didn't even realize because I met him through one of my good friends, Gabe, who yeah. worked at Carmax. When I, that's when I first met him. I met him at Carmax too. <laughs> that's when you met him too. <laughs> I met him at Carmax and saw him like I don't know. It was probably six months, maybe a year later in the mall. That's and funny. Let me just real quick. I want to get out of so go. We shot uh, me, Angel, our friend Wendy, who passed away, a bunch of other people, Breesha Webb. Mm -hmm. We shot this uh, spoof called uh, Heckle or Hell. Mm. So it's basically about two, uh, it's basically about who can, in the church, can heckle the preacher the best. You know how oh, to be like, that's praise so God. Good. You know, the, the, yeah. the preacher's trying to preach. We might have to reshoot it. Yes. Preacher's trying to preach, and, you know, people are like, hey, so it was like a competition. I was the host. <laughs> But I was like a sleazy, like host pastor or whatever, right? <laughs> so I had I, my beard wasn't this thick, but I shaved the middle off. So I just had big shot burn, and that's how I met Gabe, right? I went and test drove a, a GMC Sierra Southern Comfort. Yeah, it was like a 2000, I think a 
11 or 12 or something, yeah. but it was a Southern Company. I was like, I got to nice. this truck. Yeah. And then I, the numbers wasn't right. I was like, I ain't going to do it. So we was, I was like, hey, man, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. About a year later, I'm in the mall just randomly shopping, and this woman walks up to me. I, I was at work at the time. I worked at a place I had wore, like, uh, blue polos. Yeah. And, you know, Carmine's wear blue polos, yes. right? So I'm sitting there. I'm looking through these clothes, and this woman's like, excuse me, could one of you gentlemen help me? I'm like, uh, I don't work here. And then he says, I, I, no, nah, I don't work here. And we look up, and we both got on blue polos. We look, he's like, I was like, man, you look familiar. I was like, Carmax. He said, Sierra Southern Comfort. I was like, what's damn, up? Damn, <laughs> he remembered the car? Literally, I, uh, we was having Angel's birthday party that yeah. next, like, in two weeks. I said, we were sitting there talking, chit-chatting. He was like, oh, me and my wife. I'm like, oh, you married? Yeah, we sat there and talked. I said, man, come to my wife's birthday party. Was that that wasn't the roller rink one? Right? No, no, no. This was okay. this was uh, that was before. Okay. This way, but it's like a field day one or, or something. I think that's funny. But yeah, and from then we've been like brothers ever since. Yeah, man. that's cold. <laughs> so I met. He Tank. said you grew your you grew your facial hair back out. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus walking around with shots. Because he said I saw it. He's like I was wondering like, is that what they doing in Kentucky? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So Marcus was married, Gabe is married, yeah. um, uh other homie Aline was married. We mm-hmm. met all these guys, just good brothers, man. I remember one time they came to one of my shows at the Comedy <laughs> Union. And it makes sense that they did that show because when they came to the show at the Comedy Union, all they did was heckle me. The whole time. They didn't boo, they was just like, ooh. No, we, I remember what happened. It was this girl, she was talking, she was basically heckling to here. Mm-hmm. And he was actually handling it real well because first I was like, man, why don't she shut up? Right. And then uh, he was just answering her questions. But then I remember Ted roasted me like for five hours a day before, maybe the weekend before. So, I, don't rem- I don't recall. <laughs> so as she's asking him questions, every time, it didn't matter what she said. We were just like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, like that, yeah, right? So she could be like, so what suicide you wear? Ooh! He was just like, man, for y'all that don't know, these assholes in the back. And we actually right. rolled with him at night. Yes, they did. <laughs> Ride with me. And the security guard, they kept doing it so much. The security guard came in. I think somebody went to go tell the security guard that they kept doing it. And so he came in, he walked in, moseyed in. I was like, yo, we rolled. They, yeah. they good. They're they my, they my niggas. Yeah. They, just, they just assholes. Yeah, bro. we they, the wrong ones. You don't want yeah, to that, they, You did not. <laughs> he, was, didn't, he didn't know what he was walking deep. in. Yeah. <laughs> it was just three of them, but those three can handle ten easily. And Lean yeah, can handle he, nine he by himself. He can handle eight, eight or nine. Oh Me and Gabe going to jump the other two. <laughs> other one. Uh, like, <laughs> you get there, we're going to get this this one over here. Oh, he running off, we're going to go drag him back. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I realized that, that Tank was married to Angel, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is so dope. So it was just, it was this great connection of good people, man. Hey, friends. Support for more to the story is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right? 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code STORY at manscaped.com. Like, don't miss out. I tried the 4.0 and I am blown away. Like, it doesn't 
pinch. It's a nice smooth shave. Like I know, I know it's for man's, but I wanted to try it. And so now it's mine. Also, this upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. What? So you won't kill your battery while you're traveling. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Like, they're like, what are all the best things? Let's Let's put it into the 4.0. And did I mention wireless charging? Like you just, it's, <laughs> you don't have to like be standing there with a the cord or something crazy. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. So like, again, they were like, what's all the best things? Let's put it into 4.0. Like, Mission accomplished. So get your 20% off and free shipping with the code STORY at manscaped.com. Do not miss out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code STORY, S-T-O-R-Y, at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Now let's talk about marriage. Absolutely. Man. Uh, you've been married for how long? We've been married 14 years. 14 years. Together for I've been saying 16, but she correct me, it's 17. Been together for 17, yeah. married for 14. Yeah. If you could go back 14 years prior to or, or 15, when you, you propose, you know this this is mm -hmm. gonna be the one. What would you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self to be more flexible and re and be be ready to adjust yourself mm -hmm. your personality be uh you can't be rigid mm -hmm. in a relationship who you're dating will be the same person you marry that the ring don't change that the only thing that changes over time is each other yes you like i'm not the same person angel married angel ain't the same person i'm not the same person she married she's, she's not the same, same person, person. i married mm -hmm. if you don't change over the course of five ten years something's wrong with you I think it's like technology. Absolutely. It's like, you, you remember BlackBerry? BlackBerry was leading hey. the technology game when it came to cell phones. BlackBerry they had the is side the reason scroll. I still have a Samsung now yeah. because I refuse to learn Apple. That's I've tried the, twice. Then that's the crazy thing. And he has an iPhone. <laughs> Tank an has iPhone. an iPhone <laughs> and, and, a, and a Samsung, but he only texts me from the Samsung. Yeah. He texts me one time with the iPhone. I was like, this is punk-ass iPhone. Go ahead and say this shit. If you do, I don't care. If you don't, I don't care. <laughs> so I just always text him green bubble shit. So. Yeah. Um, I feel it's the same way in technology. Like mm -hmm. te the BlackBerry was leading it's a rim tech, a rim industries, a rim, rim technology. Mm -hmm. Had the side scroll and all of that. Then they went to the Pearl, and I was like, all right, cool. Then Apple dropped the touchscreen, even though Palm, the Palm Pilot was touchscreen before. Palm Trio, the, I loved it. Yeah, phone. and you had the stylus, and then mm -hmm. it had the buttons at the. That was super dope. But iPhone dropped complete touchscreen, and BlackBerry was resistant. That second version of iPhone mm -hmm. came out. BlackBerry still was they resistant. They never updated their screen and how yep, it looked. Nothing. And then they finally came out with a touchscreen one. I think maybe around the time iPhone had the Model 3, three or, or 3 or 4 yeah. out. But it was too late. It was too late. Nobody was, was talking about them. like Absolutely. And what's crazy is, this is a good analogy, because like the BlackBerry, even though it didn't change, it was still the best at what it did. Yeah. 
did nothing else communicate as quick as blue. If you had a BlackBerry, if you was BBM, BBM? somebody, it yep. was instant. You could hit it. That could be in Tokyo. They would get that message instantly. No glitching yep. or anything. So it did what it did well. However, that resistance that, to change. That, that resistance to change just let it, it fell off. And then I, iPhones got iMessages. Mm-hmm. So if you're on a, a good server or you're on Wi-Fi, it's basically BBM. Yeah. Anywhere in it's the world you can get is. that. Absolutely. And they took what they were doing, did it better because they were so resistant to change. And now nobody's talking about Blackberries. No. You only, talk, you only talk about Apple or Samsung. What's crazy is, is, is Apple literally let Samsung come out with everything first. They perfect it and then come out with it like a year or two later. Because every time people celebrate something from Apple, I'm like, my phone been doing that, but Apple's doing it better mm-hmm. now. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. But that, that's, that's I actually... wish Ford did that. I wish they had watched everything that Tesla did and then came out with a good electric vehicle because mm. I'm so fucking upset. Monday, oh, I really? told you a part of it. For those that don't know, and then we're going to get back on topic. Those that don't know, I fly back to L.A. on Monday after having an hour and a half of sleep because I didn't want to risk another hour and miss call time, missing call time. Couldn't sleep on a plane. We land around 9 o'clock, get car service back to Kev's house, get in my car, go to the other office to do inventory, Mm. do the inventory, go out to the car. I use my phone as the key. I try to... I, normally, I just walk up to the to the car. The phone registers like it says hi to the car. I'd be like, hey, what's up, car? The car be like, hey, I'm gonna unlock these doors for you. Go to the back of it. That's I try to kick says. under the. Yep, like that's that. what they say. I kick under the <laughs> kick under the bumper, which usually lifts the tailgate. Nothing happens. I was like, okay. Sometimes I do have to wake the phone up. So hit the screen. Boom. Wakes up. Try it again. Nothing. Okay. Maybe I have to launch the whole thing. So I go inside the app. Try to launch it. Ford comes up to open the screen, and then it dies. It keeps mm-hmm. doing that. It keeps crashing. I had just updated the phone because it said they had an update for the Apple Watch. And when I saw it was the Apple Watch, I tried to cancel it, but it was too it was too late. So I was like, I ain't using the Apple Watch. I shouldn't have did the update. Whatever, maybe it was an update, maybe it was just the app. Whatever it was, it was corrupted. Mm-hmm. I tried relaunching it. I tried turning off the phone. I tried doing a hard reset. Did yeah. all of that for 30 minutes. And then finally I said, fuck it. I deleted the app. Right? So uh-huh. I delete the app. I had to re-download it, put my email address in. Doesn't recognize the email address. Now it's oh, not no. authentic, authentic, authenticity. The authentic, yeah, it's not recognizing the phone. It's not authentic as a key. <laughs> so <laughs> I call the dealership. I call the dealership I buy it from. I call Ford Roadside Assistance. I call Ford Headquarters. No That's one a has lot. a back door to this. That's a lot. Because without the phone being recognized as a key, authenticate. That's what authenticate. Yeah, whatever. Without the phone being recognized as a key, you have to use a fob. When you buy the car, they only give you one fob because they want you to use your phone See. as a key. Now, here's the fucked up of the fucked up. It's it's already fucked up, but let, let's let's yeah. go a deeper level. So the fuck up took a shit, and that's the fuck up we get into. Oh, right here. Now let me tell you about this shit. <laughs> My car is underground, so they can't even tow ah. it. Right? They can't tow it. The roadside system was going to send somebody out. But they was like, yeah, what's the clearance? I was like, it's 6'6". Six, six. It's 6 feet, 6 inches. You're not going to get a tow truck in here, not the flat bag. And if, unless you have one of the old ones. Right. And even that might Maybe be too tall. Yeah. Yes. So it was like, okay, well, we'll send somebody out to unlock it. I don't think you can. My car doesn't have door handles. Right. 
there are no door handles. There are no locks mm-hmm. when you plug. You can't get in this vehicle. And they was like, well, if you look in the front of the bumper, there's like a little thing for the tow hitch. You pop this little thing out. There's some wires in there. They can jumpstart it from there and hopefully reset it to pop the doors open. I was like, but would it affect the vehicle? They was like, we can't guarantee anything. Well, nigga, no. And then it's your fault. Now then it's my fault. I done avoided warranty yeah. or some shit. So, no. Here's the thing. I can't unlock the car. My, my house keys are inside of the vehicle. Mm. Farron and the kid are gone. That's usually the safe way to do it. You lock your keys in the car, go on, do what you got to do, come back, unlock it, you're good. They're gone. My house keys are in the car, and um, the leasing company is closed on Monday. That's awful. Maintenance is probably there, but they are not authorized to unlock anybody's doors. Without the... uh... (laughs) You know what? So I can't get home. I could catch an Uber home, but I wouldn't be able to get inside my house to go get the five, to start the car up, to get the house keys, to you, go back. You, you can't break in. I was not about to bust one of my windows. You broke oh, in. Oh, in my house? Yeah. No, you know how my house is set oh, up. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, It's a yeah, townhouse, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, you, right, it's, right. I'm not even on the first say, level. I know you done broken houses before. But we also lock everything. I have definitely <laughs> broken houses, but we lock everything. Why, you, why did you? <laughs> because I know how I broke in houses, so I was like, I'm not going to let great, nobody. I that to my locks. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck that up. So... This is all Friday. This happens for four and a half hours before I down I delete the app again, re-download it, and realize I entered the wrong email address. So I enter the right email address, recognizes the phone as a key somewhat. I can unlock the doors now, unlock the doors, roll down the windows, do a remote start, but I can't start the vehicle to drive. So all I can Dang. do is just get the keys, catch a car, go home, wait till traffic dies down, Catch another Uber back up, go get the vehicle. That's ridiculous. This was an all day thing. You know what? I missed Squadcast. I missed mm. uh, Damn It and That's Scary. I missed Lunchtime Lottery. And I did not get any sleep until maybe like 12. Because I had so much shit I had to do after getting, getting the cars up. Man. I went to sleep by 12 and I was back up because I had to film three episodes of Word and Hard yesterday. That's frustrating. This is why, literally, right now, that's why I drive a pickup truck. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you what. I had an Audi. I had an Audi A6 4.2 mm-hmm. Quattro. Love that car. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had a, a, a another A6. It was a 3.0. That one was older, so I got mm-hmm. the updated model. I had that car for, I think, two and a half, three years, something like that. And every time something went wrong, whether it, was, it could be simple stuff, it would mm-hmm. cost me a whole lot of money. Yeah. So what the 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 net what drove the uh nail in the coffin? Yeah, that one. Mm. <laughs> is I had a tail light that went out. Mm-hmm. Uh I had a mechanic found it. First of all, I finally found a mechanic that would work on it that I would just go to. Yeah. And because I found him at an Audi Audi uh, dealership mm-hmm. in uh Santa Monica actually, because they wanted to charge me like uh what was it? I think five, no, it was like four hundred dollars for an oil change. I said it changed the oil. Now, give me my key back. So I drove around back to the... I said, does anybody live in the valley? One dude was like, I do. I said, do you work on cars on the side? Yeah. Give me a name and number. <laughs> he worked on that car for the, the whole time I had it. But I had a tail light that went out. Yeah. It's not just a bulb. It's a whole cartridge. Yeah. I was like, come on. So I told him about it. He said, uh, I said, if you get one salvage or something, just let me know. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it from you. So he about two months went by. He hit me up. He was like, hey, I got one. You know, just bring me fifty dollars. I gave him a hundred because that thing was gonna cost me seven hundred and some dollars. I said, you know what? I'm done with the technology. Yeah. Traded in the Audi. Yeah. 
got me a Silverado. And that's why I love the old since. schools. I love the old schools because they're so easy to fix. Man, that truck, I ain't did nothing but change oil and brakes. That's all. And it keeps it keeps on going. Ford is trash. <laughs> and I've been thinking about how I want to make this video. I want to make it like a new car video, but just shitting on them so incredibly bad. I mean, talking about with drone shots and everything. Like, if you want to throw $65,000 down the drain, <laughs> Get you a new Ford Mach E. This vehicle is guaranteed to let you down when you Why'd need you it. Why'd you get most. a brand new from Chevy? Or something? Oh yeah, absolutely. Locked out of I'm my vehicle. You know, Don't uh, nobody have a back door? Orange store can't unlock the, my car. The truck I bought, Angel, the Expedition. It's been in the shop two times, two, three times, two times for over a month. Over stuff that I'm like, really, Ford? Listen, they really? promised. Over the air updates like Tesla does. Uh-huh. Tesla updates at light at night. You see the lights. The lights look like they thinking. They be like, uh, 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 yes, exactly and that's how you doing. know. You know, it's updating. Or maybe it's having a seizure. Yes, that's what Ford promised. That's one of the reasons I I got it. That and like the seventy five hundred dollar rebate next year on my taxes. I was like, I need yes. that. Yeah, but right over there. the air update, so I don't have to go into a dealership to get this update. I've had three updates on the vehicle. All of them required me taking them in and all of them were supposed to be a couple hours. All of them required me leaving the vehicle for two to three days. The Mm. last time, the first two times they gave me cars, the last time they offered me a $15 Uber. Wow. I live in Glendale. One of my offices is in Encino. The other one is in San Fernando Valley. I don't know if you guys probably don't know that that area, That's but it's, like it's not $15. Every, everything is an hour in California. It's, it wouldn't be $15 <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And so I'm like, are you, are you fucking serious? Luckily, I had other cars to choose from, but it's like, what if I didn't? Right. Fuck Ford. Hey, I've been there for Ford. I should have waited. I should have waited till they they came out hey, with the second third version. You know, you I know the rules, man. Always with technology, you always wait till I the always second, wait third. second third. Second third. I want it to be first though, Marcus. I know. I you know. have never. I've never seen car another. Is loud. You've never seen that color. I ain't talking about hearing it. I'm talking about seeing it. I have. I still haven't seen that. You color. haven't never seen another color. It's a premier you know one. And you and have to order the, that one. It's a special order. And piece. the ones that I do see, I don't even know it's a mock. And I pay attention to cars. I don't mm. even know it's a mock because they blend in with traffic so well. But this one. But that one. I can never hide. I can never say, no, nah, that wasn't me. I wasn't there. Yeah, nigga. nah, that was you. You're the only one in the city. <laughs> it's one in Kev's neighborhood, but it's like burgundy, and you just be like, ah. This is yeah. the only one that popped. And I wanted the black one, but fans like, do something different. So I got this color, and yeah, now. You said different? Hold my beard. <laughs> I'll do something extravagant. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the topic. Yeah. You would tell yourself not to be rigid. Yeah, I tell myself not to be rigid, mm-hmm. be ready to adjust. And uh, as much as they say, it sounds cliche at this point, but communication, mm-hmm. communication, commu- you can't say it quick, but men don't communicate. Many times enough. You, you never can say it enough. Men do not communicate. We're not good at communicating in not general. A- I ain't going to say all, because I know people going to be like, first of all, my mm-hmm. daddy, my brother, me. Uh, in general, men are not good at, at, at expressing feelings and communicating. Or clear not, communication. Or clear. It, uh, you have to make sure you... Um, yeah. Express what you're thinking. Yeah. Just today. Or admit that you don't know yes. how to expect. Because that was my biggest thing. I'd be like, I don't know how to say. Like, she, a lot of times she'll put, she would put thoughts in my head, but she's just trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. She's What's not putting on? it there. It's like, this is the problem. She's like, is it this? Is it that? But mm-hmm. I would always interpret it as, why are you trying to 
say what I'm saying? That's because I'm not clearly saying it. You just trying yeah. to figure it out. Because women are born with that for some reason. I, they, I wasn't. I, I they are just I and <laughs> it's not to seem any type of way. I heard this on the end of a track. I think it might have been on Fonte's album, his solo album. Mm. He said it was somebody that was talking. He was like, "Men love to live, and women live to love." That's a fact. They are born to nurture. It explains why they're such good caregivers. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a, a little girl, they give you a baby doll. They tell you to take care of your baby doll. Make sure your baby doll is clean. Don't lose your baby doll. Do your baby doll hair. Mm-hmm. And they are brought up to be nurturers. They are brought up to tell them what's going on. And that's just not with the baby dolls. I mean, everything. You go yeah. over to somebody's house, you ask your baby girl, everything was okay over there? Nobody tried to uh-huh. take you to no room? Nothing, all of that type Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. They're encouraged to talk. Whereas as boys, we're given bikes and fire trucks and if yeah. we fall we're told not to cry get up you're a big boy you're okay yeah. nothing wrong with you we're not encouraged to be forthcoming yeah. with our feelings with our emotions it's all it's often shunned if you was like man that girl broke my heart are oh, you soft ass yeah nigga. That's, that's you let her do you you know what's what's crazy is is being warped like our generation from being warped from generations and generations of doing that Not like i my boys follow him like yeah cry what's wrong mm-hmm. does it hurt yeah. All right. Go ahead and cry. It's cool. You need yeah. to sit down. Get them feelings out. I'm get not gonna let them harp on it. Yeah. I'm like, are you okay now? All right. Go ahead and finish playing. Absolutely. But I make sure that's one thing that they I have that safe space to yes. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they'll just come at me crying. What's wrong? Because mm-hmm. you know, it made man man up. It ain't no man up. Yeah. Like me and cry. I cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong? Now, if it's something silly, why are you crying about this? <laughs> He'll come to me. I'm like, what, 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 did, did he hit you? Did he punch you? Yeah. Are you bleeding? Does it hurt? No. So why are you crying? Mm-hmm. Huh. Make him talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but give him the safe space to yeah, do it in. Exactly. Now you ain't just tell him shut up. You all right? Yeah. Like that's it. Just it just. That's what I, I was. But I, I went through that. Yeah, I, I went through that too. Rub so some it, dirt on it. It made me <laughs> <laughs> rub some dirt on hey, it. You finally hurt yourself. Rub I need, dirt to, on I need it. to talk to your 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 people. I need <laughs> to talk to your elders. They tell you to just rub that's some dirt. That's my cousins and my brother. Oh hey, my god. Right. Rub some dirt on you. They, they treated you like a dog. Yeah, Go yeah, eat some you, grass. You gotta clot that blood up so you don't bleed out. Rub some dirt on it, man. You want that? Clot that dirt. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let it coagulate. You know, put some dirt on that. Brown soil over there. This is what happens when your wife did three seasons of. ER. This is this is how that goes. <laughs> this is how that. <laughs> but that that is one reason I feel like women are, and that, that might not be the only one, but I definitely feel like that definitely is attributed to why they're better communicators. Yeah. And even today, like I had the idea last night, but it was late when it came to me to let me just. Farron is at home dealing with uh, some 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 personal family things, and the kids with her. And we still have to do this episode. And we have been trying to do it at home on our own with the cameras. But the first time didn't have sound. The second time didn't have sound. The episode that we eventually put up, I I clicked gallery view. But for some reason, it still stayed on speaker view. Mm. And I don't know if that was because it was on the iPad or what. Probably. But it was just so much stuff going wrong. I was like, okay, she's dealing with this. She still has to work. She's at home with the family. You know, They're going through something. Let me go ahead and just grab the bull by the horns, and I'll just knock out two episodes so she doesn't have to worry about that. But I didn't communicate that with her. Mm-hmm. I sent her a voice memo, and I was like, yo, um, I got Tank coming to the to the studio. We're just going to knock out two episodes so you ain't got to worry about it. She calls me immediately. She's like, what the fuck going on? I was like, 
what you mean? She was like, I was giving you a space because you seemed short yesterday and I wasn't taking it personal because I know we're both going through something and, mm. you know, I, I let you live. But today, you sent me this through a voice memo instead of calling me and then you knew I was prepared to do this episode and you tell me now that Tang's going to do it, now I feel attacked. So square up or tell me what the fuck going on. And I was just like, you're right. Yeah. I did not communicate that properly. Right. I should have called. I was trying to do this to lighten your load. Mm-hmm. I figured if I knocked out these two episodes when you got back, you wouldn't have to immediately hit the ground running running to worry about the next episode. And I was just trying to be your piece. But I didn't yeah. I didn't communicate didn't that. Say that. Mm-hmm. The way it came off of it was like, girl, fuck you. I'll take care of this shit. I'm gonna get it done. And yeah. that wasn't God, the intention. Man, she mad at me. God dang it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh no, no, no. She good with you. It was, it was me. It was I all was me. gonna say she never I, good with me. And I and I apologize and everything, but it was it was really about my intentions were good. The communication and follow through okay. could have been better. All right. So, so I don't want no text like first of all, punk ass boy. <laughs> you might still get that. <laughs> I'll probably get it anyway. You still yeah. might get that. But um <laughs> it, it's crazy how we think that we're doing the right thing, but because we didn't communicate mm-hmm. our intentions or our plans or our reasoning mm-hmm. for doing the right thing, they took it, or sometimes they take it as, one, moving without them, two, cutting them out, three, just not thinking of them. And it was like, yeah. I was doing this to, to help you, to like lighten the load. And- but this, it was still good to communicate that. Yeah. Just like, it's still a form of communication. Even like our, me and Angel's podcast, this is going to cause an argument. People don't realize... It's actually healthy to get to disagree mm-hmm. because it's like if you don't disagree, if you don't communicate that disagreement on little stuff, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen with something big going on? You know, we are and you've been people. suppressing that the little yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. She didn't say nothing, and now it's just building up. Yep. And when is it gonna get released? Because it's gonna get released. Yes, it so is. One way or another, whether it's through a health or at you or at something small, it's like you playing spades and you renege. And it's like all of a sudden she blowing up, flipping the table. Hold on, why you mm-hmm. mad? Well, back when you did this, it's like, hold up. <laughs> but we always get them people. It's like, oh, we've been married. My parents married for 40 years. I've been married for 60 years. We never argue. That means one of y'all lying. One of y'all lying or somebody got another family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like If you ain't never arguing, that means you don't give a fuck about what's going argue, on in ne- that house. Ne- Your disagree. real family yeah. is, is three blocks down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, three blocks around the corner. It's only, it's, it's only natural to disagree on something and you talk about it. Absolutely. And this, if you're talking about it, maybe... Emotions are running a little high. You ain't got to be necessarily arguing. Like, me, me and Angel have really gotten into arguments in the middle of our podcast, but our arguments ain't yelling. Yeah. It's, what about this? What about that? It's like, all right, y'all, we got through it. People like, hey, man, that was uncomfortable. It was a discussion. Hey, it happens. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> and um, that's one thing that I would go back and tell myself. Disagreements will happen. Mm-hmm. Don't run from it. Because for the longest time, and this is, is, is from trauma growing up, I would see my mom and my stepdad get into it, and it always ended in blows. Mm. He would always put his hands on her. And that was my mm. life for years. And then when I tried to intervene one time, he beat the dog shit out of me. Mm. Now, it was for the best because that was the catalyst. That was that was a push my mom need for her to get herself up and go. Yeah, Because like, I would be mad at my, my uncle's like, why yeah. the fuck y'all ain't protecting my, my mom, y'all sister? And they'd be like, she gonna go right back, bro. Wow. So they, we done went over there. there. We didn't, know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went up to his job and all of that. And I didn't know at the time. But when he put his hands on me, that was the push that she needed to yeah. get, get us away from her. Get us get away from him. Mm-hmm. But because of that and seeing that for so many years and, and getting hit when I tried to intervene, when me and Farron would disagree... And if she got emotional, not emotional, but passionate and, and raised her voice, I would shut down. Yeah. I would just get quiet and I'd be like, all right, you got it. 
And yeah, I would just look you at don't it. Want, you, don't, yep. you, you don't want that environment. I don't want that yeah. environment. I don't mm-hmm. want that smoke. And I just, I, I instantly connected raising voices with the next thing being something physical. So mm-hmm. I would get quiet to try to calm the situation, or I would leave. And I didn't express that to her until years later while I did that. She just thought I wouldn't fight for her. So wow. for years, she thought that I didn't care enough to fight because I wouldn't engage yes, in that conversation. Yeah, and I love, I I love you more than you love me. Yes. Like, what is she this? was like, if we walk, if we, me and Kendall walk away right now, you wouldn't even try to stop us. I was like, absolutely I would. I would throw the keys on the roof. You wouldn't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. I'd throw the keys <laughs> and your phone. Now you can't call an Uber. <laughs> but she didn't know that the trauma from yeah. my past. Get past his petty to leave me. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to be walking. Yeah. You ain't going to walk the phone with the back. All your shoes going in the garbage disposal. Oh, you better take everything with you now. If you leave anything, I'm selling it. I'm putting that shit on Poshmark immediately. <laughs> but I didn't express that. I didn't uh-huh. communicate that with her because... In my mind, a disagreement automatically led to an argument, automatically led to a fight. Mm-hmm. And I just did never want to argue with her. So, But I had to learn how to communicate better. And, 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 and from that, it really helped so many areas of our lives. Not mm-hmm. just like in, in our marriage, but also like with the businesses that we want to do. Uh, yeah. with, with me wanting to do more with touring and acting and, and budgeting, everything. Like even budgeting. Because the top three reasons marriages fail is what, is what they say. Number Finances, one. Uh-huh. sex, mm-hmm. and communication. And good communication helped these other two so much. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So much. There were time, there was a, a stint where Farron and I were not physical. And this was probably mm-hmm. so you'd be like, shut up, don't tell people this. But they need to know because Zinkas need to know. You get in a routine mm-hmm. and you do that routine. And when something changes, like you have a longer day or something like that, you're tired. And, we, and I just, I was tired. I yeah. was tired, and we weren't having sex regularly, and we would go to shows, and the, the comics would be like, my, my old lady won't give me none. And I'm like, nigga, shut up. Because it's, yeah. it's the exact opposite for me. Yeah. She wanted it. I didn't. I was tired. And it, it became a routine, and yeah. it, that became a, a sore spot for us. Mm-hmm. And Last this is the first time I- a woman. Man, this is the first time I'm actually talking about this, because there was no- outlet for me to talk to guys that were going through this. Uh-huh. It's always the other way around. It's always the woman that wants to sex, I mean, doesn't want the sex, and the guy that wants all of it. But it was me. I was I was tired. I was exhausted. I was frustrated with life. I was mm-hmm. feeling like I wasn't going anywhere. And all of those things were affecting my confidence. It was affecting my morale. It was affecting my sexual drive. All of that type of shit. And I had no one to talk to. Yeah. And because of that, yeah, it, you, I spiraled yeah. out of control with it. Yeah, even your closest fellas, a lot of times, you know, fellas don't feel like they could go, hey, man, I'm having issues with this. Have you ever experienced this? You, yeah. you can't bring it up. First thing you think, your boy is going to be like, oh, you, yeah. you can't get it up. What's wrong? You know? And it's not ED. Yeah. It's just I wasn't in the mood. Right, the dick right. still yeah. worked. You know what I'm saying? If I watch porn or something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, nigga, calm down, yeah. right? Yeah. But it was just, I was in a rut spiritually, mentally, affecting my emotionally. And then it, by that, it, it, affect, it affected me physically. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't feel sexy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm like, if I don't feel sexy, how can I, how can I satisfy her Right, right. Because like women, your, your mental has, has to be there yeah. in general. You know, a lot of times, man, you know, you can shoot me in the leg. I'm like, you know, I can get past this. <laughs> but <laughs> over a course of time, it's like, no, I have to, I have to be ready too mentally. Yeah. And and even emotionally, like even right now, we're dealing with a lot in our tribe, Marcus and all of them. But then separately, mm-hmm. my household is dealing with a lot with Farron's family and everything. And then we got another layer of stuff that we're dealing with too. Mm-hmm. And so 
today when I told her I, was, I did this to try to lighten her load, she was like, well, you need your load lightened too. No pun intended. No sexual innuendo intended. Um, <laughs> she was like, when are you going to rest? It's like, yeah. I appreciate you doing this for me, but I like what you just said, I'm like, all right, I, I got shot in the leg, but I can keep going. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I know I can't. Right. I feel my you body. You tell yourself that. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I've, I've worked myself sick before, and right now I feel my body feeling like it's getting back to that place. Yeah. So next week I'm going to take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. But I, I as a provider, feel like I needed to do this for her, especially right. with yeah. she, what she's going through, her and her family's yeah. going through. I and, just wanted to do that for her. And what's crazy is something trying to help her and take that off her shoulders, even if something as thoughtful as that is not communicated, it could still come off as a bad thing. It, and then it did. And it did. And it did. And we so, talked about it, so we smoothed it over, but it definitely had potential to get worse if I, you know, hadn't been open to expressing why. Because she was like, I feel like this was personal. And so instead of going to the defense, like, it ain't personal, I'm just trying to do this. I was like, I'm sorry. Why do you feel like this was personal? Why do you feel like right. I was personally trying to attack you on this? Mm -hmm. And that opened up the, 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 the lane for her to have yeah, the ability to express herself yeah. and then mean to retort. And, yeah, uh, those are healthy conversations, man. They really are. It's like uh, when me and Angels hit like a bad patch or something, or do we get you know? Because I've always explained like marriage and a relationship as it's like a roller coaster. It's up and down mm, all day you know, long. You're gonna, gonna hit them peaks. You're gonna hit them high points. You're gonna hit those low points mm -hmm. too. Not that you want to. They just happen. That's life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you happy all the time, you, you you're relying to something. Mm -hmm. I don't care how blessed you are, how blessed you feel. Mm -hmm. But that's one of those things where it's like when we in those valleys and mm -hmm. going through something bad, that conversation and that communication makes us even stronger for the next time around. Yeah, it's like we've had conversations. This is like. As bad as it as it is, once we get past that, it's like, whoo! Yeah, I had no idea you was going through that. I had, you know, you didn't know I was going through that. My bad, I didn't communicate that. Now yeah. I know, and you grow from it. Yeah, you can't you know have the, you can't have the hills without the valleys. Yeah, you you really can't. It's the same way people yeah, say you can't the, you can't appreciate the sun without the rain. Right, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, the storm brings the flowers. Yeah, so it's like you you know you, you just find a way to navigate through those valleys, but. You know, when when you're going up that hill, y'all better listen to these gems we got. Hey, these two married fellas, men over here, grown fellas. fellas. If y'all ain't listening, man, I'm telling you, this is why this needed to be two part because we didn't even get to talk about the rest of the stuff that we would tell our old self. Nah, we almost an hour <laughs> in. But I'm telling you, man, we I, I really would love to. I can't do it right, take it on right now. But I would love to help create or be a part of a safe space for men who are married or thinking about getting married, and 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 to be able to ask those questions because. We don't know, mm -hmm. and even with my therapist, you know, she she was super helpful. But it would have been great coming from a male and a person yeah, of color, absolutely, because it's 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 different. It's a different energy, yeah, to walk around myself as a black man, yeah. and I know it's a completely different energy for Marcus because he's six four, six four, some change, six four, some change, ball got a beard. And even though he's light skinned, he's still a tall black man, yeah. bald with a beard. Light only black people see light skin. Yeah, white people, anybody else, they see you, you a black dude, you a tall black dude, mm -hmm. right, Cam? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> messing with you. Yeah, right? but now for real, it's like it's 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 that's a thing. Yeah. So like that's a whole nother level of stress that most people don't think about that we're carrying around every day on top of the normal stress. Yeah. Traffic, life. family, bills, 
expenses adding up, all of that type of stuff. But then you also have to remember at the back of your mind, in the supermarket, let me not follow too close so they won't mm-hmm. think I'm following them. Let me not walk with my hands in my pocket so I don't look suspicious. Yeah. Let me take my let hood me, off before I go in this bank or this let, mall. Let me jiggle my keys walking through the parking lot just so they know I'm here. And and also that I I am going to my vehicle, not looking to break yeah. into other people's vehicles. These are the things that we have to walk throughout the world with every day. And it's not just in America. It's anywhere we go. It's any city we go. We were in Kentucky with 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 their family, and mm. I felt safest when that when when we were with their family. But even at the hotel we were staying in, I was just like, I just feel like I could uh-huh. become missing out here and <laughs> never be found. Yeah. Because it was so much open land, yeah, and open it just land, looks like a familiar place. But that, oh, that's, a, that's, that's something that only black people be going through. We don't, you know, the parking lot thing. It happened to me last week. Mm-hmm. I took my truck to get detailed, and they said it's gonna take however long. So I was like, you know what, the mall is right here. Let me just walk over to the mall. Yeah, found some things I liked. I'm like, cool. About an hour and a half later, I'm walking the back out of the mall, back over to the uh, uh, detail place. As I'm walking, I, this is, uh, I didn't know she was in front of me. She was probably in front of me for a minute. But she's walking through the parking lot, same path. Mm-hmm. I know she keeps like looking over her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Then she goes into, into pay. I'm standing behind her in line. She's still looking over her shoulder. So I go in and pay. I, I already know at this point, like she's thinking, this dude's following me. But I'm like, the hell with you. Because if it wasn't me, I'm pretty sure she would look at the situation different. Yeah. So by the time I got my bags, got in the truck, and she, uh, I saw her backing out, I purposely just cut her off and backed out. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> it made me feel so much better about the situation. <laughs> she had to slam on the brakes. Like, <laughs> stop, looked at her through it. Just so I could get in front of her. Because what's she going to do if I'm behind her at the light? Yeah. You true, know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, true. I made her feel better at the end of the day. But you're going you to slam on these brakes. Now you following me. Now it's justified. <laughs> now you're over the looks, over mm-hmm. the shoulder looks are justified. Yeah, because yeah, you don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> you dropped something. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. I yeah. hate that shit so bad, but it's like, that's the reality we live in. It really is. And there ain't much we could do about that. You know, you could want it to change, but shit, we've been wanting to change for hundreds of years. Yeah. And uh, here we are. So it, I, I say that to say that it doesn't just rain on one roof, okay? Mm-hmm. You might be going through something. Your partner might be going through something that she had, he or she hasn't even explained everything like that. We all have our own loads. We're all bag ladies. We are carrying a whole lot of stuff with us. The only thing that can lighten that load is good communication. Mm-hmm. So you know, or your partner knows your intentions. You know their intentions. And that's one thing that Farron and I also had to establish before we had a conversation. Is like, hey, I need to talk to you. But I also need you to know that these words aren't coming from a place of malice or... Mm-hmm. From a place with the intentions to hurt you. This is yeah. something that I'm feeling and I just need to express it. And that made a big difference for me, even just hearing that. And it's something so simple, but when somebody comes at you with something that you may have done wrong and how you wronged them or hurt them, your automatic, most people's automatic response is to go on the defense. Right. Well, I won't try to hurt your feelings. I was just doing this. Yeah. this, this. And, and with that, what it does is it, it minimizes their feelings. <laughs> So that you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. But that still doesn't negate the fact that you hurt them by your actions or your words. Right. All you're doing is defending yourself instead of listening. So a lot of times we aren't good active listeners in the sense of just absorbing what we're hearing, taking it, then processing before we spend. We, we, we are ready to just like just jump on it like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that because of this. And that's something I definitely did. And I had to pull myself away from because it would have ruined my marriage. Yeah. 
It would have ruined yeah. my marriage. It's been uh on the same note, there's been times where like things have been going, let's say something's going sour or whatever mm-hmm. between me and Angel, and she'd be like, Well, what is? It? I'm like, you know, my y'all be saying nothing, nothing, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but when I now that I've learned from that, it's like I tell her I don't want it to come off this way. Mm-hmm. And I tell her exactly how I don't want it to come off, but I don't know any other way to say this. Yes. So is if I say so, if I tell her what's up and as harsh as my not har- as harsh as my words, but the words that I'm using may not be the best. Mm-hmm. She knows that ahead of time. Yes. Or whatever. Because at this point, you know, they just emotionally attached. She said, well, we he could have said it this way, but that boy's stupid. He don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I ain't no goddamn yeah. words. <laughs> exactly. It was like now you give me a TV, I'm gonna yeah. hang that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you keep your words, I'm gonna do yeah. that. But yeah. when it comes to writing the fucking sonnet, hey, I ain't no motherfucking William me. William Shakespeare. Exactly. <laughs> Is that you just turn this into a play? <laughs> you know, woman, I'm trying my best. I'm trying to, I'm standing right here with you too. <laughs> no, but but it's like it's a form of communication that I had to. I didn't. It took me years to learn to do that. Yeah, and like, that's you another. Know, thing. I don't want this to come off a Man. certain way. That's why I haven't said nothing. But now I say I don't know how to express it. So let me wait before we have a conversation. This is a good conversation, man. And we're almost we're at 45 minutes, and I want to end it. But I want to end it on the right note because I want fellas to come back and listen on this next episode. And ladies, I want you to come back and listen too because I hope my hope is that it helps everybody. Yeah, you under, ladies, you understand more insight to what how a guy thinks and why we think that way. And fellas, I want you to to take away. It's okay to think that way, but it's better when you communicate why you are thinking that way, mm-hmm. so they understand where you're coming from because. As, as much as women would like to be, they are not mind readers. Yeah, they, they are they not. Are. They think they are. They have to be. So they have to try to be because we yep. don't be talking. We don't be talking. <laughs> we don't be talking. So hopefully, this helps you get to a place where you feel more comfortable uh, expressing yourself. And honestly, if you're not with somebody that makes it comfortable for you to express yourself, that's something else you need to yeah, investigate. Else you gotta think. Because everybody should want to know what they can do to make the relationship a success. Mm-hmm. If they are not taking your input into consideration and how you feel into consideration, that's a whole nother story. Absolutely. One that we don't have time for on this episode or the next episode. That's just something yeah. you got to seek Jesus that's for. Another, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not qualified to tell you to go, lead nobody. Go holler at, at your boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Go <laughs> Or your Mima. Yeah. Yeah. Like your Mima tells you, your Mima lick her finger and stick it in some uh, vinegar and then touch him. And she'd be like, oh, he got the devil in him. You got the devil in him. I, <laughs> I told you when I first, when I first saw it. When I first saw door. He mm-hmm. walked through that door. I said, wait, sunlight hit him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't right. I told you to leave that boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so listen, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, this is part one. Um, come back next week. Check out part two. We maybe be able to finish what we wanted to talk to, <laughs> what we would tell ourselves before marriage, and then we want to get into being married, what what I've learned, mm-hmm. whether about our partner, ourselves, what advice we would give, all of that type of stuff. So that's going to be on the next episode. Thank y'all so much for watching. I want to thank my, my guests, Tank, for pulling up on thank, the Thank you for having me. The I 25th it. hour. You understand? I called this man an hour before I asked him to be here. And hey, he's here. I had him. That's my boy. With kids. And I appreciate you, bro. Anytime, man. Straight up. We'll see y'all next week on another episode of More to the Story. Peace.